0: Hello, and welcome to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you in your daily walk with God. And now, here are some thoughts from our dad, Brad McClure. Hello, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. So glad you chose to join us once again this week. And this week, you are getting something special because tonight, I am unveiling the very first ever Sponsor of the Pulpit Pew podcast. Now, what does that mean? I really don't know because it's an in house sponsor, but I'm counting it. It is the first ever sponsor. And it's by my wife, and she is now a distributor, a seller of Scentsy. Now, some of you immediately are like, oh no, I'm going to get blown up by this. It's not going to be that. But I will say this. If you want some good smells around your house, you guys listen to this, you think, you know what? We need some new smells around the house. I'm sure you're thinking about that. This is the place to go. You ladies listen to this. You need to reach out to my wife. You need to find her. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to get some Scentsy products. What are some Scentsy products? I'm glad that you asked. I know every guy listening wants to know this, and so... I've got with me her product training guy, and I'm just looking over it real quick. We've They've got warmers, they've got wax, they've got diffusers, they've got oils, they got air purifiers, which we're getting one of those, and we're excited about that. They've got fan dispu- diffusers and pods. I was just looking at that before I came on to the podcast. I'm going to check that out. They've got stuff for kids. They've got stuff for your laundry, which we're using, and it smells great. they got stuff for cleaning, which we use on the surfaces right now, and it's working great. Stuff for your own uh, body wash. They got stuff for your pets, which we're using. They got these things called Whiff Box. I have no idea what it is, but it's something laundry, I think. You can join a Cincy Club. They've got all kinds of cool things, and she now is going to be just doing that for fun on the side because she she likes buying the stuff. So she thought, why not do that as well? If you would like to get any of these Cincy products or check them out, by the way, by the way. I'm, going to tell, I'm not going to tell you about it here yet. I haven't smelled it yet, but I just know it's going to be a good smell because my wife told me about it, and I'm going to write about it on the newsletter that's coming out Monday. And I'm going to tell you what I'm anticipating is going to happen because of this smell that's going to be around our house. I'm going to tell you about that. So if you're interested in Cincy, I know I've taken a few minutes on that, but hey, it's the first ever sponsor you've got to listen to this. And if you're just now tuning in because you've hit the skip button a few times, you got to go back. you got to go back and listen to that. We want to get you on that. So I'll put that in the show notes. I'll put a link to it. If you want to, you can actually go just directly to her, her site and you can get some things and check that out. All right. Well, today we're going to be in Ephesians chapter number four. And in Ephesians chapter number four, I, I was just actually chapter five. I'm sorry. Ephesians five. And I've been looking over a few of these verses and just kind of studying them out on my own, just thinking through them. And specifically, and I know I'm a context guy and I'm just throwing you into the middle of a book and it it, it just eat me up. It does eat me up, but I'm not in a series on this. We're doing a series in our adult Bible study. And so I'm kind of trying to stick with that for now. And on here, just doing some overflow of what I'm reading and what I'm studying. So that's what today is. Quickly. But in Ephesians 5, verse 8, Jesus is going to be Paul writing, but inspired by God, and he's going to be talking about walking in the light. What does he mean by that? Well, I'm just going to read you a few verses and then zero in on a phrase that when I now see this passage, and I'm going to tell you about it in a minute, when I see it, I'm always going to think this word now. I'm going to tell you about that today. So in chapter five of Ephesians, verse eight it says for ye were sometimes darkness before we were saved, but now ye are but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Walk after Jesus who is the light of the world, one of the I am statements. He says walk after that. And then verse nine it says He's, he continues that thought. There was a, a colon there, and now he continues that, and he says, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Then he comes out of that kind of, uh, there was a parenthesis there. He comes kind of comes out of that, and now he says in verse 10, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Verse 11, some more instruction. He says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. If there's, there's things that are going on that are unfruitful and they're parts of your past, their darkness, their sinful things don't have any part in that, he says. He says, have no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them, stand against those things that are wrong. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Verse 13 says, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Now here's verse 14, So where i want to start picking up today there's an interesting phrase. He says, wherefore he saith, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. Now he's actually talking to Christians here. And so he's telling Christians, you need to wake up. And years ago, I think on my, on my Dropbox, it said 16 years ago, I, I, I taught a lesson or preached a message on sleepwalking christians from this passage i loved it and i opened up by talking about how as a kid and i was just talking with someone about this recently as a kid my brother and i would sleepwalk a lot one time matter of fact he was sleepwalking and he came into the room and i'm speeding the story up and you can't see me act it out but he came in the room and he was sleepwalking and i started laughing at him my dad was kind of there laughing at him and it made my brother mad in his sleep And in his sleep, he attacked me and started punching me. And I was laughing and defending myself on the couch. And then he just stopped like a zombie, turned around and walked back to his room. And he had no idea he did this. He had no idea. He was sleepwalking. He was going through the motions, but he was asleep. There was another time and you can't see it. If you were, you know how it is in small towns. If you were sitting across the table from me and you've grown up in this town with me, I'd say, hey, you know, you go down 42, you know, that straight away I'm 42, Right there in that little opening area was where my aunt used to live, and I would tell you about all that. But you're you're listening on a podcast, so just take my word for it. We pulled into this spot on 42, and I was asleep in the back seat of the car. My dad went up with, I think, my cousins or something. He was dropping them off. I don't know the whole story. And I and I got out of the car while sleep, well, sleepwalking, and I went through the snow. I walked through the snow, and then I got into this little patch of woods, and I walked through that little patch of woods, and then I came to our driveway, and and from if I if I remember the story right, from what I'm told, is I got to about there before my dad kind of caught word where I was and and got me. But I I was sleepwalking. I was going through the motions of walking through snow and and woods, and I had no idea what was going on. I could tell you more stories, but but that's what sleepwalking is. Sleepwalking is when you're going through the motions, but there's really no life. You don't. You're not aware of what you're doing. And I kind of picture that when I picture what he says to these Christians. He says, wake up. He says, you're asleep, arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. He's in the, in the context of talking about walking in the light, but he says, you got to wake up, church. Wake up, Ephesus. And I would say to us, as Paul put a pew crew, all of us, we got to wake up. And then the very next verse, he says, see then, now that you're awake, that ye walk circumspectly. Not as fools, but wise. You know, we got to stop, is what he's saying, we got to stop going through the motions as Christians. How do we do that in our modern day? We go through the motions of going to church without any worship. We go through the motions of cracking our Bible for devotions without any devotion. We go through the motions of closing our eyes in some time of prayer without prayer. We drift off. You see, we go through the motions. We we, we are good at the disciplines of doing things, but often we lack the devotion. And we've got to be careful. He says you got to walk circumspectly, very carefully, not f- as fools. See, foolish people are those that are ignorant of God's word. They're ignorant of a true relationship with God, and they... They speak of things that are against God. I'll hear some people, and I'll use the Bible word, fools, that will, in in one sentence, will talk about God and then say things that are blasphemous to God, say words that are not, uh, that would be what we would talk about in this earlier verses, about we need to reprove those that are using those words, and they're using them in the same sentence they're talking about being a Christian. You hear, you hear the media people and you hear celebrities do this all the time. And it's like, what are you doing? We, we need to walk circumspectly. We need to walk carefully, not as fools, but walk wise. But then the verse that I wanted to tell you about, we got to wake up to, to this next one. He says in verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. There's no doubt our days are certainly evil. We live in a in a wicked time. We, I try to avoid dealing with politics on this podcast. I try to avoid some of the hot topics, which is not a great strategy for a podcast. The better strategy would pick a controversial subject and deal with it. Get some people upset, get some people happy, and everybody shares the podcast. And that's that's the strategy of um, some people. And I listen to people that teach about stuff like this. And they say, ah, you know, you got to pick this. And it's not really who I want to be. My heart is, I, I want to teach the Bible. I want to encourage, and I want people to grow in their walk with God, no matter how big the podcast gets. By the way, don't let me forget, this is my note to self. And I want to tell you about what's going on with the podcast. But with that, that aside, he says, redeeming the time." And the word time there is interesting to me. I was looking at this this evening. The word time, another word for that, if you were to look up the Greek word is opportunity. The same word is used in Galatians 6.10 when it says, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good in all men. But here he says redeeming the time or redeeming the opportunity. The word redeem means to buy up, to make the most of, to seize that opportunity. And so he's saying to us here, we need to seize the opportunity that we have. We only have one life. We only have one time. And we have to seize the opportunity. One commentator would say it like this. It's like a we have to buy up the opportunity God has given us like a shrewd businessman. I'm in the business field now as a banker. I, I listen to our... Uh, the the higher ups in our bank talk about business strategy and talk about um loans and why we would do this why we wouldn't do this how do we market this and i listen to this and and there's nothing wrong about it our very conservative bank that i work for but but there's a business strategy behind it they want to make the most of the opportunity what what can we do how can we get these loans how can we and and they want to make the most of it but but what he's saying here is we have to buy up this, seize the opportunity we have today in our life. Right now, seize it. Because we only get this time in in history. It's it's all we get. I heard of someone, I won't say it publicly on Facebook, just or whatever this is, the podcast. Just in case uh, any of their family ever hear or don't know yet. But I heard of someone that I know well. That are actually in in one of my classes, but that has um, lymphoma, and it's moving fast and short. Probably my guess, and you know, I don't know what I, I I don't know the outcome. I shouldn't say. All I know is it's lymphoma and it's moving fast. That's all I know. It sounds very serious to me, but it just makes you stop and think that. That time is so short. And we have to redeem the opportunities that we have. And so I you just think about what are some opportunities. I I have an opportunity right now in, in my lifetime to do whatever I can for Jesus Christ. The if the purpose of life is to bring glory to God, then I have this shot to do it. I have to redeem the time with my family. I you you see how limited it is. I think about my children. I was just talking to my daughter today, and I've got a just a short time with her left, really. That in our home, and then she'll be in college, and then job and working, and it's crazy. I, I, am I making the most? Am I buying up that opportunity with my children, with my with my wife? Am I am I, am I buying up the opportunity to to do and ceasing that seizing it for God's glory? You know, that's why I sometimes I'm I'm dabbling with the writing and and and, and and a lot of times to be transparent with you because I'm just looking at my computer screen and no one else is in the room. But there's areas now that I'm no longer pastoring. I I think I was thinking this today on the drive. God, what what can I do to still serve you? I know there's a bunch of answers to that, and it gets deeper in my mind than what it just sounded like when I said it. But but. So I consider: Could I write? Can I learn that? Is that something to learn? Can you learn that? Uh, where? What are the things of podcast? If I'm not trying to hit all the hot topics and spread wildfire by being controversial, um, what what is the extent of the the ceiling of that God? And and I, and I just have these thoughts because I, I'm realizing more and more since I turned forty, and I'm not draining dramatic by that, but but I have to make the most of the opportunity that I have. And so I, I think this 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 devotional today, this week, as we're looking at this passage, he tells us that we're walking as children of light. If you're a child of God now, don't waste your time in the sins and the darkness of your past. Reprove those things. Grow in your faith. But then you've got to walk carefully because it's easy to slip back into that. But not as a fool, but be wise. How do we gain wisdom? I was going to go down several points, and I'm not going to, but wisdom comes from the Word of God. It comes from what I said we sometimes lack. It comes from devotion. It comes from worship. It comes from the prayer. that's going to bring the wisdom getting into the Word of God, but, but we've got to redeem the time. And the word I said to you, every time I see this passage now, in my mind I'm going to read it, Redeeming the Opportunity. The time sounds fine, but to me, I love the word opportunity. And I, and I want to seize the opportunity because the days are evil. They certainly are evil and they're getting worse and worse. And you know what? If I don't seize the opportunity with my family, the evil days will seize that opportunity. If I don't seize the time to share the gospel and to, to try to serve Christ, then the evil days are coming after the loss. There's no doubt about that. Bible tells us if our gospel will be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. And so, I don't know, this week I just have been thinking about these verses, and I wanted to share a little bit of an overflow, a little bit of maybe a scattered thought in some sense, but I hope that you will redeem the opportunity that you have. I don't know what it is in your life. And in my mind, I want to, part of me wants to go down some trails to try to make some applications so that you'll apply it to your life better. And the other part of me wants to just say to you and leave it by saying, redeem the opportunity you have. I don't know what it is. Maybe with the son, maybe with the daughter, maybe with your spouse, maybe with your church, but don't let that opportunity slip by. Hey, thanks for listening this week to the Pulpit View Podcast. Hey, thanks for sticking around to my ramblings. I just wanted to say, as I mentioned to you earlier in the podcast, I got in my train of thought got taken away as I was thinking about this. I never celebrated the fact that we hit over 10,000 downloads on the podcast. we hit it a while back and I keep forgetting to say something about it. I keep forgetting to just celebrate the moment. And right now we're at actually 10.7. Um, and we... So I'm thankful. 10.7 thousand downloads to the podcast. We've set other records. I think yesterday there was only three on there, but the day before, 40-some, we had some records set. I think we had, in one day, like a 100 and... I don't remember what it was, 150-some people that had listened to the podcast. And I, if you're a podcast owner on here, you, you probably have more, and that's perfectly fine. But I just am thankful that... Um, for those of you that do listen, and I really appreciate it. But if there's a way to kill all those listeners it's by sponsors (laughs) no maybe not maybe it's a good thing but I do want to say one more thing to you I said at the beginning I'm gonna put a link in the show notes check out Cincy got some good smells and uh my wife's just getting started on this and she's pumped about it so check that out and then also subscribe to the newsletter and as I said in the newsletter coming up I'm gonna give you some biblical stuff but I'm gonna also tell you what I think about one of the smells and I think what I think is gonna happen when this smell becomes a part of my life. I'm gonna tell you about that on Monday. Hey, thanks for listening to my Rambleys, thanks for listening to the podcast, thanks for being a part of the pulpit to pew crew. Go to BradMcCleur.org O R G to join the crew if you haven't already. Leave a review on Apple Podcast and have a good rest of the week.